In early October 1883, a funeral wake was in full swing. Mourners had gathered at number 27 Ascot Street in Liverpool, England, to lament the death of Thomas Higgins, a humble bricklayer. The mournful drinking had commenced immediately, and now the basement apartment was brimming with tipsy neighbors in black dresses and veils. Under one of these veils was 55-year-old Catherine Flanagan, the sister of Thomas's widow, Margaret. She put on a good show, lamenting the sudden and early death of 45-year-old Thomas. It was better to bury him quickly, she believed, and put all this sadness behind them. So quickly, in fact, that the horse-drawn funeral hearse was already waiting outside. Then another horse-drawn carriage arrived outside, carrying two doctors. This was an alarming surprise to everyone at the wake, as Thomas was definitely dead. The doctors revealed they were there on behalf of the coroner, who insisted on an autopsy to determine the cause of Thomas's death. There were hideous rumors circulating about how many people had mysteriously died in the company of the two sisters it was time to put an end to them. When Catherine, now drunk on cheap beer, heard this news, she bolted for the back door and stumbled into the chilly night before anyone noticed. She already knew what the coroner would find. Thomas's corpse was full of arsenic. Welcome to Black Widow Watch. Like the deadly spider they're named for, many female criminals have used the promise of love to trap and kill their victims. These men believed they'd found the person they would spend their lives with. Instead, they'd wandered right into the web of a deadly predator. Throughout this month, I'm taking a look at the world's most notorious black widows. In these episodes, I'll uncover what made these women decide to murder the people they'd vowed to love and cherish. We'll detail the specific methods they used to carry out these ends. And finally, we'll explore what made their respective prey susceptible to the charms of a predator in disguise. Today, we'll meet the Black Widows of Liverpool, a pair of sisters who poisoned lodgers and family members to collect insurance money. When rumors began to circulate in late 1883 suggesting foul play, Catherine and Margaret Flanagan had very different reactions. One went on the run, and the other played dumb. Unfortunately for them, neither plan worked. Today, we'll follow their three-year murder streak and their subsequent attempts to avoid the hangman's noose. More on the Black Widows of Liverpool after this. Now back to our Black Widows. The carnage began long before Ascot Street. Catherine and Margaret Flanagan first moved from Ireland to Liverpool's Skirving Street to start a boarding house. Not much is known about the sisters before they opened their doors to lodgers, but by the end of 1880, Caddy and Maggie were well known in the poor neighborhood. Catherine's son John died suddenly. He was only 22 years old, 
but since the entire neighborhood was impoverished and lifespans were short in the community, nobody believed his death was suspicious. Luckily, Catherine had insurance on John that allowed her to pay for a proper funeral, a very common tactic among poor communities at the time. She collected 71 British pounds in burial insurance money, about 6,000 pounds in modern currency. She might have lost her son, but Catherine suddenly had more money than she'd ever seen. Still, she and her sister continued renting out their rooms to earn a living. In 1882, Thomas Higgins and his daughter were living in the sister's home. Within a few months, Margaret was head over heels for the gruff bricklayer. He was well known in the community as immensely strong and respected on work crews. By October of that year, Margaret and Thomas were married. Then, a few months later, tragedy struck. Thomas's eight-year-old daughter, Mary, died unexpectedly. While tragic, it was not uncommon for the era for children to die after short illnesses. Again, burial insurance paid out for Mary's death, but this time, Margaret collected the money. All seemed well in the home until the teenage daughter of another lodger suddenly fell ill. The cause was listed as dysentery, and again, this was common for the time period. Drinkable water and proper sanitation were not always available. The girl never recovered and died in early 1883. And of course, her burial was insured. Catherine signed for the insurance payout this time, since they were still all living together under one roof. But now the neighbors had noticed the curious fact that three relatively young and healthy people had died under one roof in as many years. The gossip spread quickly that the sisters were a suspicious pair, so they sold off their lodging house and moved to Ascot Street, where they were safe from rumors and safe to continue their deadly insurance scam. When Margaret's husband Thomas suddenly took ill and died in October of 1883, his brother Patrick was instantly suspicious. He knew the rumors of the death house the sisters had run previously, and he had seen his brother just days before he took ill. Patrick informed the local coroner of his suspicions, and with the evidence and rumors at hand, the coroner ordered an autopsy on Thomas. When the doctors arrived at Thomas's wake, Catherine was nowhere to be found. But Margaret was distraught at the accusations and claimed to know nothing about his suspicious death. When the coroner cut open Thomas's body, he found arsenic in the dead man's stomach, a sure sign that he was poisoned. Margaret was arrested after traces of arsenic were found on her clothing, and the investigation revealed Catherine's insurance payouts for all the previous deaths. Margaret proclaimed her innocence and said that if her husband had been poisoned, it was Catherine who had done it. And Catherine was still missing. But she hadn't left Liverpool yet. Just before she went to buy a train ticket for Blackburn, Catherine was arrested at a boarding house. 
On October 16, 1883, the two sisters were charged with the murder of Thomas Higgins. The trial brought to light the long-term insurance scheme, leaving little doubt that the two women had been poisoning their victims for years. However, the prosecution believed it would be very difficult to prove these past murders and instead focused on Higgins. Thomas's death was enough to seal their fates anyway. The Black Widows were convicted and sentenced to death. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to examine the twisted web of yet another Black Widow. For more villainous women, you can catch episodes of Female Criminals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. 